This is episode 295 of the Prepper Website Podcast, where I connect you with resources that will help you live a more self-reliant life so you can love your people, get prepared, and live free. On today's podcast, a strategy for getting prepared. Hey, I'm Todd Sepulveda, the editor of PrepperWebsite.com. This podcast is usually an audible version with some commentary of articles that have been posted on Prepper Website, a daily curation of preparedness information. These articles are some of the best of the best that have been recently posted on PrepperWebsite.com. All article links and show information can be found on the PrepperWebsitePodcast.com. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 295. This is the podcast I've been waiting for. I've just kind of been holding my tongue for a little while, waiting to to drop the information that I'm going to drop on this on this podcast. And so normally, if you are new to the podcast, and this just happens to be your very first podcast that you ever listened to of the Prepper Website Podcast, uh, this is not normal. Uh, how a normal podcast goes. Normally, I read articles that have been posted on Prepper Website, just like I read in the intro. But uh, today is going to be a little bit different. I'm sharing a, a new project that I'm releasing and uh, some information that I'd like to share with you. And so just I've been very excited about it. So uh, just, you know, hang tight with me. Hopefully you'll enjoy this podcast and then definitely, you know, listen to some of the older ones or, uh, you know, wait for episode 296, which, uh, you know, we'll be releasing tomorrow. So anyway, the like I said, the title of this podcast or this episode is A Strategy for Getting Prepared. Now, I want to assure you that this this episode is about you. It's about helping you. It's about helping the preparedness community. But in order to, uh, to, to share what I am going to share, I need to share my story uh, a little bit. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about uh, my preparedness journey and how I'm, I'm getting to the place that I'm getting to here. So ultimately, this is about you and about how, to, uh, how you can be better prepared, a strategy for you being better prepared. But I uh, just wanted to kind of drop that out there to you. So, uh, you know, hang tight with me as I share a little bit about my preparedness journey. All right. So, uh, so here we go. My preparedness journey started in December of 2009. And so many of you know, if you've been listening for a while, that I, I'm in education. Um, you know, running Prepper website is not my full-time job. Uh, it is a, a part-time thing that I do in the evening times and then, you know, Prepper website and also the podcast. My full-time job is uh, working in education. And because I work in education and I, I used to be an elementary assistant principal, during the Christmas break, I would have a little bit of time you know, off. And so normally, you know, a lot of my teachers would be traveling to family and, and all of that kind of stuff. Uh, you know, my wife and I, or our family, were very blessed because all of our family lives in town. And so we didn't, you know, when we were off those, those two weeks usually for Christmas break, it, we weren't traveling or anything like that. Most of the time it was relaxing or getting things done around the house and, you know, running errands and those types of things that we, we weren't able to do during the school year. And so there was a lot of downtime uh, back then, which I really enjoyed. And I would usually, you know, read uh, books and I would, you know, do little projects and, and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, you know, the other thing that I did that was uh, pretty important was at this point, I was also a pastor, you know, a bivocational pastor. And so I would always take that Christmas time to spend some extra time in prayer, 
trying to figure out what the Lord was leading me for the next year. So, you know, praying, Lord, what would you, what do you want for the church? What kind of direction do you want us to go in, uh, in 2010, right? And so that was always part of my Christmas break. And I would do a little bit of that and, uh, you know, seeking, seeking the Lord on that. Now, in December 2009, as I was taking a little bit of time to, to seek the Lord, uh, this time around was a little bit different. And so one of the ways that I have explained it is normally it was, it's always seemed to be like a positive thing. So if you could imagine, right, um, 10 scriptures for 2010, right, or, or 10 scriptures to live by uh, for 2010, or, you know, 10, uh, you know, stories to, you know, whatever to, to really learn in 2010, something along those lines, right? But for uh, this time around, it wasn't. I really felt the Lord was leading me and, or, or, or talking to me, telling me that I should tell people to get prepared. And it wasn't prepared for like the second coming, like Jesus is coming. It was more along the lines of get prepared for hard times. And the thing is, is like I wasn't really sure what that meant. That was just really weird. It was it wasn't usual. And I'm like, okay, that's that's different, but fine. You know, whatever you want, Lord. You know, and I've always tried to be obedient to what uh, the Lord wanted me to do. And so I really take that seriously. So hopefully, you know, a lot of you understand that and know that uh, from listening to the podcast. And so one of the other things that happened right before the Christmas break. That and this all kind of plays into it. We had a big training at, at on the campus, and so the we had a new principal. She brought in uh, you know some people to train uh, a certain group of people, and so we had about forty people in the library. And the trainers got up and to kind of open it up and do an icebreaker. They said, um, "Let's go around the room, introduce yourself, uh, tell us what you do here uh, on the campus, and then share one thing that nobody else knows about you." All right, so. You know, that's a typical icebreaker. You know, people are going around and they're sharing, uh, you know, they're sharing what, you know, their information and what people don't know about themselves. And every once in a while, someone would say something that like really kind of shocked everyone. And, and uh, you know, it was a little bit of insight into that person. Well, my principal was, was sitting next to me and I said, uh, I told her, I'm going to have a little bit of fun with this when it comes to my, uh, you know, I, I'm a clown. And so, I, I, you know, if I feel comfortable around you, I'm going to clown around. So anyway, so it came to me and uh, it was my turn. I said, I'm Todd Sepulveda. I am one of the assistant principals. And uh, one thing that you don't know about me is that I am the webmaster for HoustonZombies.com. Now, you should have seen everybody's reaction, right? Because everybody was talking about like, well, one thing you don't know about me is I like to take pictures or whatever, right? And so when I said that, oh my gosh, you know, there was like a uproar, you know, occurred and, and everybody's like, what, what, you know? And so I was started playing off of that. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm the webmaster for Houston Zombies. We, we sell zombie makeup. We sell zombie clothes, zombie DVDs, zombie, you know, playing cards. I mean, all that. I was just really just, you know, going off the rails. And, of course, my principal is just dying laughing because she knows I'm lying and, uh, you know, just, just doing all this. And so, you know, we finished going off and everybody's like, wow, I can't believe that, Todd. That's so, in, you know, I, I am a little techie, so everyone could see that I would be you know, I would be involved with the website, but it just, if they would have opened up and, you know, back in 2009, we didn't have the phones like we have now, although you still could have gone to the internet, but if they would have just opened up their computers, they had laptops, they would have gone to HoustonZombies.com, they would have realized there was no such thing. But even during the break, people were coming up to me. 
uh, and saying, wow, so you're, you know, HoustonZombies.com, huh? You know, like, yeah, I just kept kept the ruse going, man. It was just, I, it was fun. I just kept kept going with it. And uh, even later on, like that week, people were asking me, people that weren't at the training were like, hey, I heard that you're the, you know, the webmaster. I'm like, if they would have just gone to HoustonZombies.com, they would have realized that there was nothing, nothing there. But anyway, during the Christmas break, um, I saw, again, remember, I have a lot of downtime. You know, there's only so much praying, there's almost so there's only so much reading, those types of things that you're doing, watching TV, whatever. And so I saw an ad for GoDaddy where you could buy, uh, you know, a web domain and also Houston or I'm sorry, hosting for very, very cheap. So because I was sitting around bored and I had this Houston Zombies thing fresh on my, on my mind, I decided to go to see if Houston Zombies was really available. And it was. And so I went ahead a few clicks, boom, boom, boom. And all of a sudden, I have I own HoustonZombies.com and I have a WordPress site. And uh, what do you know? I start, you know, it starts taking, eating up my time. I start making, you know, a zombie website. And uh, I even found a cool zombie theme. I actually used that same theme for the preparednessreview.com. The only thing is, is that I didn't have the zombies on there. Like there, there was a zombie that came up from the bottom, you know. Yeah, it, it was a re- really cool theme. I like that theme. But anyway, so uh, I made this zombie website. I even went to Amazon and became an Amazon associate and just started searching for everything zombies. And I made a little like store that, you know, that I could put on my on my website. And so, you know, I had all this stuff going on and it was it was fun. I It was fun to do uh, even, you know, writing some some, you know, fake blog post about zombies and different things like that. Well, because I wanted to just keep it going, I started Googling things about zombies and and things like that, things that I could link to. I even found like there was a a Houston zombie uh, run right here in the Houston area. And so I had even contacted that the person who owned that uh, website and said, hey, I'd like to, to link to you. Will you link back to me? And this is back again, 2009. And they're like, yeah, sure, you know. And so, uh, you know, had that going on. Well, one of the times when I was searching for zombie stuff, I came across a preparedness website. And, you know, for many of you who are new to preparedness, you might, this might not click with you, but those of you who are older will, will know that the zombie apocalypse was, you know, is kind of like a metaphor for the poop hits the fan, right? And so there, you know, there have been zombie, uh, zombie type preparedness websites out there but anyway uh, you know so I, I hit this preparedness website and when I hit it it, it everything kind of clicked for me you know it was like well this is what I, I felt like the Lord was telling me that this kind of information was what I needed to be sharing and so I started you know you know looking at preparedness websites and you know how it is one website will uh, link to another will link to another And uh, by the time you know it, man, you are down the rabbit hole and you are reading a lot of preparedness uh, information, a lot of preparedness websites. And so I started reading a whole lot of articles, uh, getting a lot of information there. I started even blogging myself on some preparedness related things. Uh, And because I used this before in the past with like education and leadership, I started to find, you know, all the websites that I would uh, find, I started to put them into my RSS reader, uh, the real simple syndication reader, where I could fi- I could go to one place 
and find all the, the newest articles, right? I didn't have to jump from this website to this website to this website to see if there was anything new. I just had them all in my RSS reader. And as I was uh, continue, continuing on uh, with preparedness, you know, 2010 came around. Uh, I, you know, I had tried my hand at doing my own preparedness blog, you know, kind of like a zombie type thing uh, with, you know, with, with real preparedness there. Um, started gardening, started doing all those things, you know, food storage, started doing all those t- uh, types of things. Well, you know, in, in that conversation, uh, well, and let me say this. Uh, I, I forgot to mention this. In 2009, the economy wasn't doing very well. You know, we had 2008, we had uh, like a, a little collapse there that it could have been pretty bad. Um, it, it just never really picked up steam. But you remember, if, if you remember back then, you know, you had like AIG was getting bailouts. Uh, uh, Lehman Brothers went under, Bear Stearns, and, and you had all those companies that were, you know, that were being helped out and then also going under. And, uh, you know, the, the economy wasn't doing very well. Now, we really didn't feel that, uh, you know, where we were in Houston. I mean, I remember talking about the, the, the gas prices were really high and we really didn't need, you know, gas prices that, that high. We would, you know, you make say that, you know, the oil companies that were greedy and blah, blah, blah. And we would talk about all that kind of stuff, but we didn't feel the economy like, a lot of the other, or at least I, I didn't, and the people that I knew didn't feel the economy the way that other people in the United States did, you know, up north. And, you know, but I was starting to read about all those types of things. And, and uh, again, you know, I, I tried my hand at doing some uh, preparedness uh, articles and, and those types of things. And, uh, you know, started started going from there. And, one of the things in talking about and starting to share a little bit more about preparedness with people, I yeah, I realized that some of them were going like, you know, my dad, like he would go to, uh, he would go from website to website to website. And I realized that, you know what, there's a, probably a lot of other people that were doing that as well. I knew how to use an RSS reader, but there was probably, you know, older people who didn't know how to use it and didn't know how to go about setting it up. And so I just imagine people that were bouncing around from website to website, all these preparedness websites, every single day trying to find new content when it was, you know, we, when you could use a reader. And so I was thinking, man, like, you know, it would be really great to have one place for people who couldn't use a reader that where they could go and find all the latest, uh, you know, all the latest articles. And guys, that's when Prepper Website was born. And I started working on prepper website, you know, probably around August uh, and, you know, looking for uh, a theme. I I really like the Drudge Report. So I thought maybe uh, a website that had a lot of uh, space like the Drudge Report where people could, you know, uh, click on them, uh, that that would be good. And I found it. And let me tell you something. Um, There was just a lot of, you know, God played into it because when I found the theme, I didn't have any money, right? Um, And so I, I... contacted the person with the theme and I said, hey, look, uh, I don't know if your theme will work uh, for what I want to do. Uh, I, I'd like to try it out. And uh, if if it works, you know, and, and I do start making some money uh, from it, uh, then I'd, I'd love to be able to pay you then. Is that something that you're willing to do? Well, he sent me the theme, right? Because it was a special theme and you, know, you had to pay money for it. And so I installed it. And later on down the road, when I did find or when I did make a little bit of money, I'll talk about that in just a minute. 
I sent him, I said, you know, I said, hey, I'd like to send you some money for, for letting me, you know, uh, have the theme. And he goes, wow, you know, thanks for being honest. I didn't realize that, uh, I didn't realize that you didn't buy the theme. I thought you just needed the download again. And so, I mean, that was kind of God, the way all that happened. So, you know, I worked on it, you know, I think it was September 19th, 2011. I posted my first uh, article on Prepper website. And uh, so Prepper website was born in September 2011. And uh, it wasn't too long after that where I made my first, uh, my first mo- you know, money off of an ad that I ran. And so for uh, Tess Pennington over at Ready Nutrition, her first book, she wanted to advertise her first book. And uh, I think I had already linked to some of her articles. And so she saw the traffic that it was driving. Although it was very small at that point, it was still traffic. And I think webmasters do appreciate that, you know, or people who own websites do appreciate that the traffic that Prepper website does draw to them or does send them, uh, you know, and, and really that's where we're just kind of there to help people out. And so, uh, you know, she decided to, to advertise on the, the website and that was my first 50 bucks. And I, I remember thinking, I'm like, wow, I'm getting paid to do something that I really love to do. I mean, because I really enjoy it. Uh, I, I enjoyed it back then. I still enjoy it. I really enjoy finding the great articles and putting them up there. And, and now I've been doing it for so long. I know that like, hey, this article is going to be the top one uh, because, you, you know, the headline and then the topic, people are going to click on this one regardless of where I put it on the page. You know, this one's going to be a popular one. And so, you know, I just I just love doing it. I remember I'm like, wow, I can get paid for doing something that I really, really love now. Fast forward to 2018. I, I've had you know plenty of years now here, you know seven years, going on seven years. Well, you know running Prepper website, where you know I have been able to earn a little bit of money. And, and, and so again, fast forward to 2018. I was started to think about my preparedness journey and where I was in all of that, and I was realizing that I wouldn't be as prepared as I am now. If it wasn't for the money that I earned with Prepper Website, and it just really, you know, it really sunk into me. You know, it the the money that I earned from Prepper Website, I, you know, I have a big family. Um, I, I wouldn't have been able, you know, we have costs just like everybody else. There's things that we pay for just like everybody else, and I wouldn't have been able to prepare like I, uh, like I, I feel like I, I, I am prepared now. And you never fully get prepared. You never. Uh, fully get there, I don't believe. I think you're always, you know, working on preparedness. But I wouldn't feel as prepared as I am now if it wasn't for the money that I earned from Prepper website. And when I was thinking about this just recently, it hit me like a ton of bricks, guys. That is the answer. That is how people in the pre- in preparedness need to get prepared. Now, one of the biggest problems that I have ever that that I've heard from people. Throughout the years of, you know, from from September 2011 to now, the biggest problem that people have in preparedness is funds to be able to prepare is that they can't afford it. You know, they'll send me I'll get emails and people are like, Todd, I can't afford to prepare. What do I do? I can't I don't have I'm barely making ends meet. What do I do? I'm barely able to pay my bills. How can I afford extra food storage? How can I afford this and that? And, you know, that's that's big that's really been the biggest problem and in the preparedness community 
one of the ways that I guess website owners who have probably heard the same information that have had the same emails, one of the ways that we've tried to help is we do we write articles like dollar store preparedness, right? I know that you have seen those articles before. I know that I've even read those type of articles on the podcast before. And I'm not disparaging dollar stores. I have you know written those type of articles before. I have purchased uh, items from the dollar store. You can you can buy preparedness items there. But that is one of the things is like people realize, you know what, preparedness costs money. And so here's a way to do it. You do a little bit at a time at the dollar store. And so, you know, what kinds of items can you buy at the dollar store? Or you'll have articles like this, you know, uh, five you know, ways that you can uh, prep for with five dollars. Right. Uh, I've, I've had those articles guest posted on prep on Ed that matters before or, you know, five things that you can uh, do free to prepare. And so that's one way that the preparedness community has tried to help out is by providing that, uh, you know, those type, that type of knowledge, that information. And, and definitely, you know, another thing is like, hey, we need skills more than gear. You know, you hear that all the time. You definitely need the skills. Gear will only go so far. Gear will only take you so far. You need the skills. And that is true. Again, I'm not disparaging that. I'm not disparaging all the other, you know, articles that you can, you know, how how you can prep for free or, you know, the, you know, ways to, to prep frugally. I'm not disparaging any of that. But the fact is, is that preparedness, in order to prepare, it does cost money. Food storage costs money. Water storage, water purific- purification, water filters, um, that costs money. There's ways that you can do it frugally, but it does cost money. Good gear, eventually, we need to build up our skills, but gear does cost money. And you don't want to buy junk gear. You want to buy good gear that's going to last, it's going to be there when you really truly need it. And so good gear costs money. And so if preppers are struggling with money and money is the issue, then they aren't going to be as prepared as they, they, they could be or as they re- truly as they want to be. Thus, always, you know, I'm, I'm receiving those emails. Todd, how can I prepare? How can I really prepare when I can't afford it? So here, the key here is earning more money, right? The problem is not, the problem in preparedness and being prepared is not information. We do not have an information problem. There are plenty of articles. For seven years now, I have been linking to articles and preparedness has been around before even that. There, there's been articles around even before that. So information is not the issue. There's plenty of articles there. And then although a website might close down, another preparedness website pops up, you know. And so I, I will admit right now, people don't feel as as big a need to prepare as they should be in, in that we really saw kind of a drop off when Donald Trump came to office, but this is still there and people do. There's still a lot of people that are waking up to see how fragile we are. And there's plenty of articles there. I mean, we post articles every single day on prepper website. Good stuff. There's plenty of books out there on preparedness, right? I talk about that all the time. There's plenty of podcasts out there. Not only the Prepper Website Podcast, there's a lot of other Prepper podcasts that you can download and you can listen to, and it's great information. There's videos. You can go to YouTube, and although they're, they're taking down firearm videos, there's still a lot of great videos on, 
on preparedness. The issue, the problem that we have is not an information problem. It is a financial one. So let me ask you, what would you do with an extra $50 each month? Or what would you do with an extra $100 a month? And what about if you even earned more? Guys, isn't that, wouldn't that be a game changer for you if you were able to earn some extra money and so you had extra money to, to either pay down debt so you, you could get debt free or you could start purchasing more preparedness items, more food storage, more water storage or water filters, more you know gear that you, you feel like you're missing and that you need to add. So why? So, so Todd, so what? what? What are you saying here, right? The reason I'm bringing this up is because I'm releasing a new ebook today called The Preparedness Community's Guide to a Micro Biz and Increasing Your Finance. So he, here's the thing. You can earn extra money every month doing what you love to pay down debt and to get prepared. It might not be a website. It might not be a preparedness website. It might not be a website at all, right? But it could be anything else. I want you to really get the vision of this. I really want you to understand this, that this is the way that you can you can help your family and you can help yourself get better prepared by finding a micro biz. And notice, I'm not saying a business. I'm not saying even a small business. I'm saying a micro business, something that's small that can bring in extra money, something that you can do extra, something that is fun though, right? So like photography, maybe you're very creative out there and you have a decent digital camera. And really, you don't even need like a big SLR type digital camera nowadays. You can still do it with, you know, even some smaller uh, digital cameras. But let's say you have an eye for photography. And so on the side, let's say on the weekends or maybe on the evening times, you go out and you, uh, you take pictures for people. Let me tell you something. Being in education, I know, and being around education people, I know that when uh, senior pictures are, are required, that or not required, but that people want to start taking senior pictures, they can be very, very expensive. And so if you can do it frugally and more affordably and undercut some of these more expensive people, people will gladly you know, take you up on their offer. So let's say you say you have somebody that would like to take some senior pictures, right? And you say, all right, so let's meet at the park on Saturday morning and uh, I'll only charge you $100, right? And I'll, you know, I'll take the pictures and uh, I have a quick little program that I can run them through and then I'll send them to you digitally. $100, what would you do with an extra $100, right? So maybe you it's not photography. Maybe it's something like you like a little bit more physical labor. What if you had a truck and you decided to uh, do apartment moving, right? So you don't need a big, you know, a big covered van or a big covered, you know, uh, truck, but, you know, just a regular truck and, and you can you know, help people move their small apartments. And so you go and you meet a couple apartment of uh, apartment managers and say, hey, guys, hey, I just, you know, I just want to introduce myself. Here's a. Uh, Here's some information, and I just help people move, you know, apartments. So if you ever know anybody who's moving or needs some help, I, I, I love to be able to do it, and I, I'm not very expensive. And so, you know, you help people move. What about you live out in the country, or you have some, you know, the ability to cut uh, wood and deliver wood? And you know, you out here where I live, there are people when it starts getting colder, people will back up their truck. 
uh, you know, on some of these some of these roads, and they will put out uh, firewood, and people will go and and buy you know a stack of firewood for ten bucks. And they, they have people stopping all the time because people want to start their fireplaces. People want to uh, burn, you know, wood in their fire pits in their backyards. Or, it, you know, if you go out into the country, people who have wood stoves and would love to be able to, who don't have time to cut wood, would love to be able to use their wood stove. But, you know, they need the wood. And so you're able to, you know, cut and, and maybe deliver that wood. Or maybe you have a trailer and you can uh, haul trash off. And maybe you're not even the one who's doing it. Maybe you you know you go and you give an estimate uh, to someone on what it would charge, and then you hire some day laborers to help you um, you know move some move some trash and you go dump it off and and do that. I remember when I was young, we were renting a house that had a lot of junk in the backyard, and I, we had some dogs and we didn't like all that junk back there, and so we paid some people to come move move that junk for us. You know, and we paid for it because I didn't have a vehicle to be able to move all of that. And the person who uh, who came and gave me the estimate, he didn't lift a finger. He had people that were coming in and moving everything, and he paid them decent. And I, I mean, I paid him decent, and, and he paid his people decent. And you know, he didn't. He made money just because he owned a truck and a trailer, right? There was a lady when when I was on the campus. The every so often, every maybe nine weeks, the PTO would do uh, a little store, and uh, they would announce it. They would advertise it. The parents would send money with their kids or they would come eat lunch with their kids and then they would buy little trinkets and things like that. This one lady would come in and she would tell the PTO, uh, I will give you 10% of my sales. And what she sold was hair bows, guys, hair bows that she would make at home. And so she would she would know what school that she was going to. She would make bows with the, the mascot and the color of the school. But then she had all these other cutesy type little bows. Can I tell you that she made $1,000 one day just at lunches in an elementary school? $1,000. Now, the PTO loved it because they got $100 and they didn't even have to do anything. And this lady got to pocket $900. And, she, you know, my school wasn't the only one that she, that she worked at. She would go and she would do this at other schools as well for making hair bows. And she loved doing it. And she loved, you know... Uh, uh, promoting it and those types of things. And so that was just a school, school. But think about church bazaars and community cells and, you know, all those types of things that you could do with that. Maybe you're an organizer. You like to organize things and, and you see how to organize things very easily. And people w- would pay to do that because they don't like to uh, go through the stress of, of, of organizing. So they and they don't want to spend their time doing that. So they're willing to pay you to come in and, hey, organize my, my, my bedroom or organize my office for me, you know, and I'll pay you this amount of money. Uh, a resale shop. I know I had another parent who would go into resale shops. She had a run of the resale shops, right? And she would visit every so often. And she would look for certain items that looked a little bit more valuable than what the resale shop was selling them for. And then she would put them up on eBay. And that's how she made her living. Guys, she made a living off of that. Now, there was one time like I, I asked her, what was the thing that you made like the biggest profit? And there was uh, this one time where she found some boots and I think she paid like $7 for them. But she recognized that these boots, these cowboy boots, were very, very expensive boots. And she sold them for like $200 on eBay. And so like she paid $7 and she made, you know, $200 
off of this. I mean, amazing, right? And so when you think about it, there are people who, um, let's say, uh, kids of, of uh, older parents, their older parents die, pass away, and the kids are there stuck with all the, all the, the st- stuff that they have. They don't want to necessarily uh, get rid of it, so they just donate, donate it all to Goodwill or a resale shop or whatever and get the tax write-off. And then so the resale shop doesn't always know what kind of items they have. And so they put them out there, and they they think it's just a regular old cowboy boot, and they put you know put it out for seven dollars. And so you know there's always ways to make money out there. And so whatever is your interest, there are so many other things. You know, in my ebook, uh, I have 56 uh, ideas that you can that you can uh, kind of use to kind of maybe get your juices flowing there, right? So it, you just need to find what you love to do, what you want to do. And maybe it's not what you love to do, but you know, you might find what you love to do. I've talked about this before. I love doing the podcast. I got to be very careful about how late I do the podcast because I come off of such a high. I need to be able to to go to sleep. You know, I wake up, you know, early in the morning to, to pray and read my Bible. So I need to be able to go to sleep at a decent time. But if I go to sleep, if I finish the podcast late, Man, I'm on such a high that I just kind of kind of lay there. But you know what? What do you love to do, or maybe not even love to do? But what would you like to do where you feel like you can earn a little bit more money? Well, you might be thinking, Todd. You know, it's great that you found what you love to do, and that might be easier said than done. But I don't know what I you know what I want to do. I don't know what I w- could do. Right? Well, here's the deal. I'm not only releasing the Microbiz ebook. I'm also releasing the Prepper website forums. That's right, guys. I have created and launched the Prepper website forums. And these forums are specifically there to help encourage and inspire and to give ideas and to help others in their micro biz. And so here's the thing. I've been talking about social media and I've been telling you a little bit about where I've been with social media and uh, my, my thoughts on all of that. Social media, Facebook, when you do anything on Facebook, you, you, they own it, right? I mean, you can, you can start the group and you can administer the group, but if they don't like you, they can shut it down. And that has been the case. There have been conservative uh, groups that they have shut down. There have been Christian groups that they have shut down. The same thing with YouTube. You can throw YouTube videos up there, and just recently they they demonetized a whole bunch of people. You have to have a certain amount of uh, you know followers first before they allow you to monetize, and then at that, if they don't like you, they don't like what you're talking about, they can just say you hey you can't earn money here on on YouTube. And there's a lot of people that uh, you know made their money that way. And same thing with all the other social medias. And so, you know what? I got to the point, a lot of the online marketing people will tell you to start a Facebook group. That's the big deal. Well, you know, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to create a forum. I created a forum, which is something that I could control. Facebook can't take it away. Twitter can't take it away or can't, can't serve up only what they want. So if you are a part of the forum, you get to see everything. And you don't have to worry about it going away the next day. You don't have to worry about they're going to scrape your data and, and do something with it and sell it to someone else because this is owned by Prepper Website. And so I'm very, very excited about this because this is 
uh, you know, a website where you can go and like, Todd, I'm struggling with what to do. Or, you know, I've got some ideas here and I really need to be able to talk to somebody about my idea and kind of flesh it out a little bit. So I'm going to throw it out there. And, you know, you have people in the preparedness community. And here's the thing. Preppers understand other preppers. We understand where we're coming from, right? So there might be topics and, and different questions that you might have about a micro biz or ideas that you have that you can't necessarily share with other people because they might not understand where you're coming from, but preppers do. Here's the other thing, right? You might have an idea for, I don't know, let me bring up the apartment moving thing, right? Again, having a truck and moving apartments on the weekends to earn extra money. Well, you are in, let's say, Houston, but someone else joins the Prepper website forums with the same idea, but they live somewhere in California. And so you're able to get on there like, hey, you're, you're doing apartment moving. I'm doing apartment moving too. Let's share our ideas about, hey, what kinds of things have you learned, right? Well, I've learned that, you know, if you go and do this, uh, you know, you're, you can pick up more, more jobs. I've learned that, you know, if you offer to do this, People are more willing to, you know, take you up on your on your offer, or they're even willing to pay a little bit more than uh, than than whatever whatever you said. If you're able to do this, and you're able to learn from each other, because you might have an online idea for a micro biz like a website, or you might be totally local. You might be offering services. You might be offering a product, but there are other people online that come into the to the prepper website forums that you'll be able to learn from and grow from. And let me tell you something. When you are putting yourself around ideas and you are, you know, you are listening to ideas, you are reading about ideas, that causes your juices to flow even more so. That just opens it up for you because you start thinking in a different perspective, which opens up other areas for you. Now, because this is a prepper website forum, it's not just going to be surrounded around microbiz. Uh, you know, that, that's the main reason why I started the, the forums. But because it's Prepper website, there are also going to be Prepper-related topics in there as well. So if you want to come talk about food storage, like for instance, on our Facebook group, someone might have talked about food storage and it has been, you know, it has been months. So there are ways that you can search on in, in a group, but it's not always very convenient. It doesn't always serve it up nice and neat. You might have to scroll down a while and you'll miss it. I know because I've done that before. Well, you know, in in a forum, that's not the case. You know, you have the topics there and they're all laid out and they're easy to see and it's easy to track with. And so it's just there. So Todd, you're talking about an ebook and you're talking about a forum. What, what are you doing, right? I mean, how? what is this? Uh, it sounds good. I, I want to take a, take a, a look at this, but uh, what are we talking about as far as cost? Guys, I know that there's a lot of places online where you go and you they charge you a membership fee, right? Every month you, or a year uh, fee to, to do something like this. And, and that, I'm not charging you that. I, I want to do a one-time deal. So here, here are the deals, right? Let, let me just kind of give it to you. If you're interested, in, in you, can, you can go for it. Uh, I have a couple of different price options. The first one, and I hate kind of doing this because I don't want to sell sound salesy, right? And it's like, hey, just for you know, nineteen ninety-five, you can have. I, I really don't want to do that, but I, I realize that there's there's a couple of options out here that might help people, right? So the first one is this: 
you might be saying, Todd, I'd like the ebook and I'd like to have access to the Prepper website forums. And if that's all you want, then the price is $6.49. Guys, $6.49 to get the ebook and to get the Prepper website forums. The ebook is good. And, and I think I put some information in there that is very valuable, right? Uh, you know, it's not a very long read. You will read it in 20 minutes. I, I put some uh, a lot of information in there that I think would be very, very helpful. The real power behind this is the forums. It's something that you have. As long as Prepper website is around, you have access to those forums. Okay, so you might want something a little bit more. So I have another option where you get the, the ebook, you get access to the, the Prepper website forums, and then you also get a link on the front page of Prepper website. So just like the post links, like when you go and you click on an article on Prepper website, you will get a blue link to maybe you do decide to start a website. Maybe it's a preparedness website. Maybe it's, you know, uh, another niche website. Uh, maybe it's, you know, some, something else. You, you want to link to a product that you're promoting online or whatever. Then you will have uh, one free link on the front page of Prepper website and that's a $25 value normally, but uh, it, you know I will link to whatever you like just as long as it's legal, and you can get all the, all three of those for $14.95. All right, I think that's a that's a great deal. The third one is this: I always get people asking me, Todd, do you have a Patreon? Todd, do you is there do you have a donation? Can I send you some money for what you do? I really appreciate your work, and and. It's always is like, no, I don't have a Patreon. It's not something I want to do. I don't have donation buttons or anything like that. So if you have ever wanted to say, hey, Todd, thank you for the work that you do for Prepper Website, this is the one that uh, that you can do, right? So you get the ebook, you get access to the Prepper Website forums, you get the link, and then you also get to be a forum founder, right, uh, of Prepper Website. And so that one cost $50. And, and really, that's more of a, hey, Todd, thank you for what you do for, for Prepper Website and the Prepper Website podcast. So when you do log into the, uh, when you do log into the forum, uh, you will get, I will do this for you. I will put on in your signature, because everyone gets a signature where you could kind of tell a little bit about yourself or whatever. Uh, I will put a signature in there, and it's a graphic that says forum founder. Right. And so anytime you leave a reply uh, on or anytime you leave, uh, you know, uh, a topic or anything like that, uh, you write a topic on on the forums. uh, This will be displayed below your name, you know, forum founder there. And again, that is just a thank you for supporting Prepper website at that level. And so, guys, I, I, you know. I try to to make it very very affordable for someone who's like Todd. Uh, you know, I, I'm uh, I don't have a whole lot of extra money to spend. Fine, six dollars and forty nine cents. You get it and you get in, and uh, I mean, you get to be a part of of the the Prepper website forums, and you get to learn and grow, and hopefully, you get encouraged and inspired to start a micro biz that will help you and your family get better prepared. I think this is the key. I think this is the key that that uh, a lot of the preparedness community is missing right here, because a lot of the times we you know we just we're just plugging away you know at our jobs and you know, like you might be saying Todd I don't know if I can do something else I'm so tired. L- let me give you th- this uh, the scenario right. 
Do you remember when you were young and you were in school and you had you were going on a field trip? And, and so the night before, you couldn't sleep because you were so excited because you were going on a field trip. And actually, when I was thinking about this, I thought about a, a time in the group home. Some of you know that my wife and I ran a group home for kids in CPS custody before, uh, before I got into education. And so one of the homes that we, that we ran was a, co, a co-ed room. And so they, they needed to have our co-ed house. Uh, so we had boys and girls. And so we needed to have uh, a separation. So there, there were alarms on the door. So they were, everybody had a, a time to go to bed. And uh, they would, you know, bedtime, they would go to bed, the doors would close, and then we would set the alarms. We didn't lock them in the rooms, but, you know, there was an alarm. So if they opened up the door, the alarm would sound. And so they never had the, uh, you know, they would know that they couldn't go into each other's rooms is, is what I'm trying to say. So every morning when I would wake up, I would go turn off the alarm and then I would knock on the doors and let them know that it was time to get up. And they would get up and they would get ready and go off to school and all that kind of stuff. So one year, it was the first day of school, I turned off the alarm and I go knock on the door and to let them know that it's, you know, they can come out now. And so they, the door opened immediately and they, the girls were all ready. I mean, their hair was done. They had their makeup done. They, uh, they were in their, their best, you know, school clothes and they were ready to go. And I'm like, what, what's going on? I mean, y'all, y'all are already ready. And they're like, we never went to sleep. And I'm like, what, why? And like we were just so excited about going to school and seeing all of our friends that we we just couldn't sleep. Now they of course they crashed out when they got home, but you know they were so excited. And so when you do things, I, I've shared that with you already. I get so excited about Prepper Website Podcast that it's hard for me to you know to to go to sleep sometimes. And so when you realize that you are doing something that you love. You are doing something that you love, and then you're on top of that. You are adding to your, your your finances. You're able to pay down debt. You're able to buy more food storage. You're able to prepare for you and for your family. Man, there's some there's an excitement. There's a drive in doing that. So you get home in the evening times, and you're like, you know, I might be tired or whatever, but hey, this is exciting to me. I've got to make a bunch of hair bows because I'm going to be selling them this Saturday at the you know, at the carnival. Or, you know, I, I get to go out into the garage and do a little bit of woodworking because I'm making this, you know, this this doing this project uh, for this person or, you know, for, you know, to, to be able to sell. You know, and all these types of things start, you know, kicking in and you, it's like, wow, all of a sudden you find that you have all this energy, you know. And so I was working on another project. I'm working on another project and uh, I'm doing that little by little because, you know, I'm pretty busy. And then this all of a sudden came back and, and I started this ebook years and years ago, but this popped up into my mind and then I was flooded with a ton of ideas. And usually when that happens, uh, I, I recognize that as that's the Lord because in, in, that's happened to me in a bunch of other times where it was just like, the Lord was just, it was almost like downloading like, hey, ideas and information. And and so, you know, I decided to put that other project on hold just for a little bit so that I could finish this one and get this one together. And so I feel like this is an important project out there, not only the ebook, but the forums and getting people talking about this idea here about how you can earn extra money out there and you can start to uh, you know better prepare your family. So guys, 
if you, you know, hopefully this, this means something to you. Hopefully you get a little bit of you know, excitement. Hopefully you start thinking about the possibilities. Some of you are like, ah, that's not even for me. But some of you are thinking like, you know what? I could do this. I could possibly maybe start a website. I could possibly, you know, do do this that Todd was talking about. Or, you know what? I just might even want to get into the forums and see what it's like. And I want to be able to, I, I don't, you know, I've heard from many, many people throughout the years that they do not get on, on uh, social media. Actually, just recently, someone emailed me and said, hey, Todd, you know, I, I'm interested in your Facebook live videos, but I don't get on Facebook. And, uh, you know, I wish you put them somewhere else. And so I, I did share that I do put them on YouTube, but there's a lot of people still, and you might be listening, that you do not get on, on, on social media. And so something like the forums would be perfect, not only to talk about the micro biz, but also just to talk about preparedness. And so, again, the only way that you can get into it is if you buy into the ebook, you know, and, and if you're just wanting to get into the forums, you know, the 649, that, like I said, very, very affordable to be able to do that. But there's a lot of other options there as well. So, guys, I'm going to link to a, a page on the Prepper website podcast where it will give you all the, the links and more information if you're, if you're wanting uh, just to kind of clarify the things that I've talked about here. But I, I definitely would recommend that you at least think about it. Uh, I, this is a way, this is a game changer. This is a way for you to be prepared. This is the answer where you're, you are building into yourself, uh, you're building into your family more finances. And you know what? Even more so if it could be, prepared, if it could be preparedness-minded. You know, if you are if you are doing something that is preparedness related, right? So I talked about a little bit about you know cutting wood and, and that type of stuff. But maybe you're sewing, maybe you're quilting, maybe you know there, there's other things out there that are preparedness. Maybe you're teaching, you're doing survival classes, you know, or something along those lines. Then that is a that is something that you can do to earn extra money. And not only are you you know increasing your ex- expertise in whatever skills that that it is that you're teaching but also you're helping other people get prepared and you are bringing in money into money into that if you forage if you are someone who knows how to forage guys that is a that is a job that a lot of people a lot of people want to know how to forage and if you know how to forage you can do classes very easily start setting that up and when you when word gets out Man, very affordable classes and you take people through a park and you just walk them through and you start talking about foraging. I mean, I paid $100 to go through a foraging class here in the Houston area. I think it was $100, maybe a little bit less, but it was something around those that, that amount of money. And so you think about you you offer $25, $50 and you are someone who knows about foraging and you can teach, you can point out different uh, different plants and stuff like that. Just think about that. If you are a person who who uh, you've been thinking about honeybees, right, and you have space and, and you have the ability to to do that, I mean, we pay for organic, uh, you know, local honey here, and we pay a pretty penny because we don't have the ability to have bees. But if you do, then you can be making money off of something like that. Not only you know storing it for yourself, but making money on the excess of that. I mean, come on. I mean, there's all types of things that you can do. And uh, like I said, in the in the ebook, I do have a lot of other, um, you know, I have a lot, a lot of other ideas that you can look at uh, there. But then also I'm suspecting that on the website, once this gets going, this is just now getting going, 
But once it gets going and people get in there and they start posting, I think there's going to be a lot of other ideas. And I think that, that the, the juices will just start flowing. And uh, I'll be happy to share resources. In fact, I already, uh, anytime that I read an article or I listen to some kind of podcast that I think it would be helpful for someone who is running a micro biz or a website based business, I've been kind of dropping it on there already. So definitely hope that you take advantage of this and that you would be a part of the Prepper website forums. Uh, you know, and I'm just very excited about it, about it and about the possibilities because I want to see people get prepared. And again, I know that it's not an information problem because we've been pushing out a lot of information for many years now. I know that it's always a financial issue. It is a money problem. It is, is having the funds to be able to prepare. And so when you own a little micro business or you start making money on the side doing uh, these types of things, you're, you are creating multiple streams of income. Who knows? Maybe you start doing, you, you start doing so well at this that it could be a full-time job. It could be something where it does take off. You never know. You might not have ever considered yourself as the type of person that could do this. And this is why I'm saying it's a micro business. You're starting small. You know, you're starting small. You're not really doing, uh, you know, you're not going out there and, and starting a storefront. You're not spending a whole lot of money. You know, you're just something that you can do very small to start earning money and start bettering your preparedness. Guys, I hope this was inspirational for you. And if you have any questions about anything, feel free to contact me uh, on the Prepper Website podcast. You can come to episode 295 or you can send me an email. I'll be happy to, to respond to your email if you have a question about the ebook or the, or the, the forums. Um, but, you know, I, I, I think this is going to be a great blessing. I'm, I really believe that. And it's something that I'm committed to. I'm going to be talking about it a lot more often. I'm going to be sharing it on uh, on social media as well as on uh, you know doing videos and stuff like that, and encouraging more people, not just to sell the book, but encouraging more people to think about starting micro businesses, starting uh, you know, or having creating ways to to build more streams of income into their finances. And, uh, you know, to, to be able to better prepare themselves, to pay down debt, to be in a better place, uh, you know, all the way around. Well, guys, that's it for episode 295. Uh, I hope you are uh, as excited as I am after hearing all of this. And uh, hopefully I will be seeing you on the Prepper website forums. So with that, choose to live a more self-reliant life. Choose not to be so dependent on the government grid or the grind. Until tomorrow, stay prepped and aware. Peace.